Recently, Congress came out and made mention quite quietly that UFO threats are increasing in our world. We think this is fascinating because for so many years, they denied everything and anything that had to do with Area 51 outside of Nevada. You know, individuals like Bob Lazar brought this to the attention back in the late 80s, early 90s, and here we are still today, and it's finally come out that there actually is craft or vehicles that people in our government, some people Congress didn't even know about. So as you as you start to go through this, it's a very interesting conversation between David and I about UFOs and exactly what this might mean for us moving forward. It's interesting. It's quirky. You know, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to debunk this sort of stuff. But I mean, that's what makes it fun, right? So without any further ado, let's uh, let's get into this. Successful people learn how to make their minds work for them. We're Life Is Now, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. Hey everyone, BT here, and welcome to another Full Throttle Thursday here at the Successful Mind Podcast. Glad you're checking us out. If this is your first time seeing us on YouTube, hopefully you're going to enjoy this episode. David and I, uh, we're, uh, we're, we're talking about some pretty interesting stuff today that's a little yeah. bit out there. So I'm going to go ahead and turn the reins over to you, and we'll drive this conversation where it needs to go. Yeah, so during, we, this is, some people seem to know this, and there's a lot of people that don't seem to know this, which is really kind of interesting. Uh, but during the pandemic... Uh, the government and the Pentagon came out and admitted that UFOs are real and that we've known about them for a long period of time and that they have completely admitted that uh, uh, they're, they're non-human origin. They have them uh, on all different kinds of visual things, uh, which is also radar. Like the, it, it started off, it started off with the Navy capturing them on radar and having them chase planes and ships and stuff like that um, over the last 10, 15 years. And they didn't know what to do with this information. And it got out somehow or another, it got out into the public or whatever. And then it got on Joe Rogan and people became aware of it. So finally it got to the point where it was like the government had to do something about it. So here's the, this is really kind of interesting to me. Apparently, large portions of the government was not aware that this was actually true, or so they like Congress for one, right? So <clears throat> when the Pentagon said yes, it's real, Congress was like, "What the fuck?" Say, say what? Hey, this is real, and they've had all these congressional hearings, and they're finding out that there's parts of the government that Congress doesn't have congressional oversight over, which they thought that they did, and this is one of them. Interesting. So it's becoming a real issue, and. Yeah. And the, the idea is that that what's fascinating is that they've actually come out and said that they're real. And there's now there's there's still people that are walking around doubting that they're that they're real. But the government says it's true. It's it's a hundred percent true. Which leads me to something else that's fascinating. Back in the late '80s, there was a guy by the name of Bob Lazar that came out and said that he was hired by our government to work uh, at Area 51, uh, in a special section of Area 51, on nine UFOs that that our government had. 
and they were trying to figure out how they worked and what they did. And they actually figured out how to start them. They figured out how to get them in the air. He was he was a he was a um, a, a propulsion jet propulsion jet propulsion. Yeah. That's what Physi- his specialty a was. Yes, yeah, correct. physicist. And uh, he went to MIT and you know all that stuff. So so d- this is a, this is such an incredible story. So I remember when this happened, and uh, uh, the guy that the guy that broke the story. What was his name? George Knapp. George Knapp, thanks. I had a I had a moment there. Sure. George Knapp breaks the story in Vegas. And they do this whole thing where he ad- he admits what's going on. So over the years, this is this has been uh, a matter of contention with a lot of people because he claims a hundred percent that what he's telling everybody is true. He knows things that he shouldn't be able to know. And yet when they start to try to do the research on him, there's there's like this guy has no past history. Expunged. The government wiped out all of his history, including right. his birth record. So finally, in nineteen or uh, twenty nineteen, Rogan has gets him on with Jeremy Corbell because he did a he did and I think it was in twenty eighteen there was a documentary that was done on Bob Lazar. And what they as time passed, time kept airing on the side that what this guy was saying was true. They would, there, you know, after MIT would say, nope, we have no record of this guy ever being there, they would find phone books from that time with his name in right. there. More and more people came forward that were working in these different places that he worked saying, yep, he, he, he really did. He really sure. did. He really did work there. So over time, we're finding out that every bit of his story is actually true. And um, the guy's been put through the ringer his whole life, you know. But here's, here's the fascinating thing. Like, this is the fascinating part about. Couple, well, there's a couple fascinating things about this story. So this guy's working out at um, Area 51. And if anybody remembers the story, it was Clinton that uh, finally came out and admitted that this area, I think it was Clinton. Existed. It, yeah, existed. And the only reason that they came out and said it existed was because this guy was telling everybody that there was this secret air base out in the middle of the Nevada desert, sure. right? So while the guy's working there, they're monitoring him. Like apparently they monitor everybody that works on the top secret stuff to make sure they're they're not talking about it. And, and they're tapping. And they're tapping his phones, right. right? They keep an eye on him and all this Where stuff. Where he's at all times. So while they're tapping his phones, they find out that his wife's having an affair and he doesn't know about it. And they feel that this makes him a security risk. Like when he finds out, the he's stability not, he's not going to be, yeah, right. he's not going to, he's going to be, I mean, everybody goes through an emotional sure. instability when something like that happens, sure. right? They're like, he's going to be emotionally, and we can't trust that. So they decide to let him go because of this. And he, what the the stuff that they start doing starts scaring him. He's not sure how far the government's going to take it to silent, to silence him. Not that he was actually running out telling everybody this stuff, but they were following him. And he told some people that if they went to this certain place that was a completely unrestricted air that they could actually see ufos in the sky because the government was actually flying them testing them out people went there and saw them like it was a real it was a real thing so they so he starts to get nervous because they're following him all over he thinks they're going to take him out he decides to go to george knapp and do this uh expose it so that he at least he has that on his side a little bit of leverage right yeah george says let's get it on video so that in case something goes wrong we at least we have it on video no in other words if they take him out right if they they silence him forever that type of thing and uh 
it's, you know, it has taken, think about it, I think it was 1989 when this first happened. But over the years, pieces, more and more information has come to the surface. So now we know Bob Lazar was telling the truth the whole time. They've had these, they've had these, 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 these vehicles. They, Bob Lazar claims that they said that they knew that they were where they were from, uh, you know, this someplace in in the galaxy. How they know that? He said, "I don't know how they know that, but they know that." And now the government's actually come out and said that they're a real thing. So, what I want to ask you is, how does that feel <laughs> to you to know that to to know that to know that there's been well before you knew this information? Did you right. believe that UFOs were real or not? I. So I believe that there's life forms out there. There has to be. We are very, very naive to think that we're the only ones that are out there. But I don't, I didn't know about it here. It's the same issue I, I have with, you know, like Bigfoot, you know, why haven't we seen this creature? Why haven't we seen, why haven't I seen these UFOs? Why have only these other people seen them? Why are people like Bob Lazar able to report on those? I didn't necessarily think we were alone, but I didn't necessarily, I didn't think they were here first and foremost. But after hearing about this and actually seeing things come from our government saying we are keeping an eye on these, you know, UAPs, which they're called now an unexplained area. Phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. They they change the acronym. Hillary left. That yeah, one they out. Yeah. they change it so people can't search it, right? Because right. UFO. When you say UFO, immediately people think, "Oh my God, you must be out of your mind. You don't believe in you. UFOs are not a thing. There's no possible way." But when I when I see that and I think about that right now, it makes perfect sense. But the question is, is why did this information come out now, and what are what are they doing here? Like, what are these aerial phenomenon doing here now? So there's all sorts of other things that go on around this, but I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's cool. I hope they don't come down and try and, and, and mess with me. I, I mean, I, I come in peace. I'm friendly. I'd, I'd like to. Well, they're going to gonna take your semen, right? And they'll probably do some kind of an exam up your ass. I probably, mean, that's what we hear. They're going to the create yeah. a major friggin' civilization based off of me. That's going to be one powerful well, here's, situation. So, so in all seriousness, this is, this is something that's interesting. Absolutely. One of the things that Lazar said on Rogan was that one of the, at least one of the UFOs that they had out there at Area 51 was very old. Apparently, it looks like it was found in an archaeology. And why can't I say that? Word? Like an archaeological dig. Yeah. They found it in an a archaeological dig. dig. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can imagine people out there like looking. So for it's things. not. This is not new. Exactly. And it also explains historic art. It explains some of the things that people have questioned in the Bible and in the Quran. Well, like pyramids. I mean, like those, like Bagvagida, right? Right. There. That, well, not just the pyramids, but they all, all of the ancient religious texts talk about flying ships. They, wow. there's, there are images, right, that were, that were constructed in the 1700s. Like glyphs? With exa- well, no, regular paintings in the Re- 1700s, okay. regular oil paintings in the 1700s where they painted UFOs that as we know what they look like today, as yeah. we see the saucer in our, in our mind, look up on, look up on your, on your computer, look up, the, I think it's uh, Christ. Uh, and and UFO, there's a there's a famous oil painting. I can't remember what the name of it is. Okay, I'll see if I can pull it up. Uh, but you but you but what what you see is this UFO in the sky that was painted, you know, with like the rays coming down. But what's bizarre about it is what it looks like, and you have to realize you're going back before. There were any airplanes or anything, right? So that would be a hell of an imagination, right, for a person to nail it. Uh, you know, three hundred years ago, 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy. Is it something that looks like that? Is that kind yeah, of what you're it. seeing? Yeah, that's the picture. That's what's, that, what's it called? What's, it, what's that called? It, that's the one. Yeah, it just said, it didn't really say, I'm on art.com currently. I just typed in Christ and UFO painting. It said, um, Gickley print, Baptism of Christ. Baptism of Christ, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah and it's, got, it's got a saucer, what appears to be a, 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 a non-human origin saucer right. with but rays it, but coming down. But look how down. accurate it is yeah. based on what we think today. And yeah. what's the date on that? Yeah, this was 17, what was it, 17? See? Yeah, 1700s, yeah. I think is what it was. So yeah, you're right. So this has been, this is something that has been around for a very long yeah. time. Why now? Yeah. What, what about it? What do you think that this is? So I, my personal opinion is, right, and first of all, I've always thought that there, that there, was, there was life elsewhere. It just seems ridiculous to me that we would live in a universe that is so unbelievably large, vast, vast yes. that we would be the only form of life. And I don't think that has anything to do with whether you believe in God or you're an atheist. I don't think it has anything to do with any of that. I just th- I just think that it it's why wouldn't there be like right. life the the idea behind see here's here's the way that I think about it life is not just as we know it there has to be an idea or an intelligence behind what has created life on this planet so why couldn't it happen on another planet sure right so that just seems to make sense yeah, to me right absolutely to be to be a person that says absolutely not. I think is a ridiculous statement. Yeah, closing I really the do. door like, on that. That's, how can you, a, you can't say absolutely no, not any more than I could say than absolutely yes. Right. I'm just saying I think that it probably does. It would seem to make sense to me. Like, sure. It wouldn't be a surprise. And it wouldn't also surprise me if there wasn't life in different dimensions from what we think, right? We only know our dimension. And I could go down a whole rabbit hole with that. But the idea is we know that there's more than one dimension. So it's like, why couldn't there be life in another dimension? Okay, so let's just stick there for a second. Now, we have a, we have historical evidence that the stories of these things have been seen as far back as people writing down any kind of history whatsoever. What history whatsoever? Whether it was cave paintings where there's pictures of these things, um, and also there were written historical evidence of sure. of these ships and and stuff. And everybody thought, well, this is just the imagination of these artists or, or whatever. But what they're depicting is there's a logic to what it is that they've depicted. So I think it's not why now. It's always they've been. They've always been. They've always been, right? Um, there's also the idea that, they're, that they've always been here. Like maybe that they're here. We just don't know that they're that they're here, right? And I know that this is hard for some people to grasp, <laughs> but the truth is, it's like, wait a second, I under, I, I get it. I, I get that it's a difficult thing to grasp. But now we know that it's true because the government's coming out and telling us, yeah, it's actually true. Congress, I mean, people can look this up. Congress, are having, Congress is currently having meetings over this to determine what to do about it. Uh, they don't know if it's if it's a security risk. They don't know what to do with it. Like, and I'm sure that there's a ton of information that they have that they're just not telling everybody yet. What they have said is that this is what it is. This is what we know, uh, and they're letting out a certain amount. So they're they're. Pre- I think they're preparing us. I think the government's preparing people to understand that this is here. It's a it's a phenomenon. It's a real phenomenon. And how much will be told about it? You know, who knows how long or, sure. or whatever. But I do think the timing is interesting in which the government is telling us. I don't think it's a coincidence. See, they knew about this before COVID, right? 
And they chose to tell us during COVID when almost nobody was nobody paying, was paying attention. attention. Nobody sure. was paying attention, sure. right? So I think that that's I think that's interesting. I don't, you know, I'm not saying there's like a conspiracy behind it, but I think the timing was deliberate for some reason. I don't know if it's because they didn't want to create a mass hysteria that was already. Well, the, I mean, look. If there was nothing going on, if everything was relatively peaceful and all of a sudden it's flashing all over the freaking news that there's UFOs, the amount of people inquiring about what's going on and um, could really bog down our government, I think, right? Sure. Like, could you imagine oh if there was God. nothing else going on and this becomes this huge announcement and everybody starts going at the government wanting to know more information? Like they don't have the space no, not to at handle all. that. So maybe it was maybe it was from the perspective like, hey, it might be a good time to do this because then it'll get out slowly as it begins to spread. And by the time some people find out, is maybe three years down the road. Sure, sure. <clears throat> yeah, excuse absolutely. me. Bef- before it happens, but I think I think that uh, it I think that it's very interesting. And I I remember when I was a <clears throat> excuse me I remember when I was a kid. And we would have these debates around the idea of UFOs and stuff. Uh, and also the idea that, that like the government knows, but they're not telling us. And I used to think to myself, why would they, why would they not want to tell us? And I always felt that it had something to do with the government believing, like I have no proof to back any of this up. Right. This is just an idea. Um, the government believing that, the current the current population of the world could handle such information that it would stabilize the foundation of our own psychological safety right including including the the religious aspect of life which is a big deal for a lot of people sure. around the planet right it, it it serves as a foundation of values in which people believe like how our world is, how we operate in our world, and the decisions that we make and how we view things. Now, if you come and say for the first time that there's that there are extraterrestrials out there, that there's UFOs out there, Definitive. and that it's absolutely for real, how is that going to affect the stability of the human population from a psychological perspective, from an emotional perspective? I always thought that that probably played a role in their decision to say something or not sure. say something. But here's something that's fascinating, and I actually think that there's probably some truth to this. Um, one of the one, one of Bill Clinton's campaign promises was that if he got to be president, he was going to find out if UFOs were for real. Right? He wanted to know two things: are UFOs for real, and who actually killed JFK? Yeah, <laughs> right? that was his. Yeah, yeah, that sure. was that was his thing. Right? It was kind of like a fun little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So. Apparently, when he did, when he became president, he went and looked, and they told him that no, there was there there was no such thing. Uh, I think Trump did supposedly did the same thing, but what it what it actually looks like is that there's parts of the government that uh, are being kept in the dark. Beca- yeah, about what's like, even going on within well, their Congress own. says yeah. they didn't know, which is fascinating because right? that's a major part of our government here. That you think they are know everything. Well, that's they going have on. oversight. Absolutely, right? they have oversight. Right. They have they're no the oversight over this. Yeah, right. this is going on. They have no oversight. Wow. So they're. So that's why they're having these meetings to sure. figure out what they're going to do with it and how they get oversight. So there's probably a lot of information that's been going on that they just don't know. It's like a need-to-know basis. You don't need to know. The right. president doesn't need to know this. But but then it brings up another question. Who's in charge of it? 
Right. There, there has to be a common thread from someone who's been around from the beginning in the early parts of the 50s, but the 60s, who? the 70s. Yeah, who is right? But who? Is it yeah. the CIA? Is it the industrial military complex? Right. Like, yeah. who, who is, is in charge yeah. of all of this that's been going on if, it, if, if Congress doesn't really know about it? And they said that they didn't. They said that they didn't know about it. I mean, I watched some of the hearings or whatever it was that they were doing, and they were asking questions, sure looked to me like they didn't know. I mean, why would they have a hearing and pretend, right? I mean, so, you know, they're like, are you sure? You sure this isn't something else? Are you sure this isn't like rainwater reflecting off of something? Like, right. and, and the government and the Navy's like, no, this is 100% accurate. This is 100% real. You should go watch the people. If people haven't seen this, you can go watch on YouTube. You could look up all of the all of the uh, video. Uh, well, that 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 Tic Tac video is insane. Is like, that watch, yeah right? That Tic Tac video is insane. I mean, that is there is no possible way that any craft that we have devised up to this point in our human history can do what that did. And these are not so. Here's the thing about people who follow UFOs, and not to be sensitive, but they are considered out there they can they're quacks they're weirdos well there's the tinfoil hat brigade exactly yeah. exactly they're debunked from from go right they completely and totally right. debunk whatever they say because they're a bunch of, uh, of crazy people when you watch the tic tac video and you start doing research on the pilots and you start to meet these pilots who are now coming out saying they were a part of this in 2004 you start to realize that they have nothing to gain bob lazar has nothing to gain and he even said on record that if i had a chance to go back and do it all again i probably wouldn't come forward right because here's the deal my life has been absolutely miserable since then. You go on his Wikipedia page and it calls him a self-proclaimed physicist. It, even his wiki page right. totally debunks everything yep. about this guy. And now in one fell swoop, he's been proven that these things are actually out there. And if you watch those videos and you interview these pilots and some of the pilots hadn't come forward, so they're like blacked out and darked out. Right. But now you can see them, the the, the female pilot and then the, 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 the major, I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now, but they are like, they have nothing to gain from this. And they right. show like gimbal footage they yeah. show footage of yeah. uh detecting and locking on yeah. with their infrared scanners and the speed at which these this tic-tac takes off would completely and totally decimate the human body right. so it's not us right. it's no one here so our goal is to figure out what this tech is so we can get a hold of it first before yeah. the russia's the china's of the world right yeah well apparently yeah and although although it it's also now known very publicly that China has a complete UFO project and Russia has a UFO sure. project. There's probably many countries that anybody that has, they have, they probably do because they've known about it for a long time. They've all known about it, but nobody's known what to do with it apparently. Like, who is it? Where are they from? What do they want? What is their purpose for being here? Why do we see them sometimes and, and we don't? And the whole the whole idea has been every time somebody comes up and says that they do it, just shut it down. No, that's not, it can't, couldn't be a UFO. It's a reflection of the sun. It's a... You know, well, and I think whatever. a lot of that has to do with our our perception of you know like the Hollywood vision of what aliens are, little green men, um, you know them coming down to attack us and take what's rightfully theirs. I look at it more of as the Earth being a petri dish and an experiment on a much global level, on a much universal, a universal level. level. Yeah, not just not globe. Sorry, universe. Like they're actually here. I mean. Clearly, with the technology they have, if they wanted to do harm, they could have done that by now. But I feel like there may be some studying going on here because human beings, if you think about it, from where we were 100 years ago to where we are now, we are evolving, technologically speaking, at a very rapid rate. And 
they brought up some interesting things on the Rogan Lazar interview about, you know, they started with their baseline, which was this element that allows them to do this gravitational propulsion. Whereas they can learn something from what we're doing here in the speed with which we're doing it, even though we haven't caught up to that technology, they may be learning from what we're doing right now because we are constantly striving to improve. We're improving everything from Bluetooth to radio waves to television frequencies to everything. You think about 100 years ago, this would have been ridiculous to think right. that we've got cars right now that drive themselves, right? right? That we've got, you know, even airplanes, you know, like all these sorts of things and how advanced things have become. So I like to think of it in terms of a, it's a... Um, it, they're nice <laughs> that they're here to just observe and they're watching what we're doing and we're eventually going to unlock the tech that's going to get us to this point. Right. And that could mean interdimensional travel. It could mean beam me up Scotty from one place to another. I don't know. I mean, I'm not one of those people that, you know, would say I'm part of the tinfoil hat brigade, but at the same time, you can't refute the fact that these things are here. And those videos are there. They were released right. for the public. This right. is not, this isn't somebody on their iPhone capturing right. that. These are government right. the released Pentagon, documents, the, the said, Pentagon, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And they had, they had the, the people that were on those ships uh, that, that did all this image capturing on Rogan. They were, uh, you could look it up. Yeah. They, they were on Rogan. Lazar made an interesting point though. And this is, I think we have to take this into consideration with the unfolding of um, technology as you were talking about. He's like, if you took a motorcycle the way that we know it today and you set it back 200 years right. and put it out in a desert and they found it and you left the keys in it, they probably would figure out how to start it. And they sure. might actually even figure out how to ride it around. But as soon as the thing ran out of gas, they would have no idea what to do with it from that point on, right? Because there wasn't even no gas at that point. Yes. So it would just be like a relic or a piece of junk or they would be completely flummoxed as to what they were dealing with. No understanding whatsoever. And then he had this other idea. He's like, imagine if, um, if somebody took uh, uh, any, uh, like a nuclear reactor and you had people from 200 years ago trying to figure out what this was. And as they pulled the layers off of everything, everybody died. Right. And then the other people went in to find out what happened, and they all died, right? They would, they would think that it was some kind of demon or right. magic or something and, because they didn't understand what they were, they were dealing with. Just because we're technologically advanced doesn't mean we have anywhere near the understanding to know what it is that we're dealing with or even to recognize it, right? Human beings have this tendency to think that we know everything, and we're very young yet. You know, as a civilization, we're, yes. we're, we haven't even been around a million years. Right. I mean, we're very, very young in our understanding. Um, and we've only had technology, uh, advanced technology, for a little over 100 years. I mean, it's not like we've had, you know, uh, centuries or thousands of years of advanced technology. We're, we're not that far out of the horse and cart stage. Sure. You know, sure. we have made incredible progress really quick. But compared to what? Yeah, compared to what is Compared right. to what? I mean, right? You know? So when you hear Lazar talk about them trying to figure out the fuel of this thing and how it had a magnetic uh, pulse over it that you couldn't even put your hands around it because it would push your hand away. away He's it. like, "There's we have never seen anything that has that much energy. It's like the energy within this thing was absolutely incredible. And apparently what it does is it warps 
it warps the gravitational field in front of it. So then it, it zips just, away. It, it just zips. And we've, and he said, and this is back in 89, they could actually get it up off the ground and they could fly it around and make it move. They knew how to manipulate it. Yeah. Which is crazy. And that's, I mean, not a but long, they long don't know how it works. That's yeah. the thing. Well, they didn't then. But the question is, did we figure out how it works? Right. And is it the actual government testing it against our own stuff and we just didn't know it? That's a question, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's a question. Because if this is if this is like a part of the government that is completely concealed where nobody else knows that this exists, right? If they figured out how to use it or duplicate it, right? And they wanted, they wanted to see how does it stand up against our own technology currently, it could be that our government was manipulating it outside of these ships on the Pacific, right? And also the ones that were on the, in the Atlantic also, just to see what, how they would react, what right. they would do, how they could actually do it. We don't know that that's not true. Yeah. Not to my knowledge, we don't anyway. I mean, somebody, I'm sure somebody will ask a question, but the idea is um, it's very fascinating that they let it out now. Yeah, it really is. And I think, the, I, I think the big thing with all of this is just a basic understanding of, you know, we as a civilization are still just basically learning to find our way. And these visitors, if you will, or these spacecraft or this UFOs, UAPs, right. whatever they're called, are here. Uh, we want to be the first one to unlock them. We want to be the ones that figure out how to use them. And right. it would make sense that if Congress didn't know about something, there could be a a, a shields type, sure. you know, sure, underground, sure, 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 sure. underground group of individuals yeah. who are testing it. I never really thought about that. And what was interesting about the Tic Tac UFO that, th that they captured on film was that that thing went 60 miles in the blink of an eye, almost as if it just evaporated and went to that spot. Right. And it was the exact outlier mark where the military craft was next supposed to go. So they knew his next move before he even went That's there, which I thought was really, really interesting. And these guys aren't just individuals who make stuff up. But see, if you did bring that out back in 2004, you would your military career is over. Like you are not going to be able to. So you really have, there's a lot of people out there right now who probably have seen some things that they can't really explain, but they don't talk about it. Right. Because immediately. Well, they're starting to come out. There's a lot of military people that now know that it's okay. It's yeah. safe for them to actually talk oh, about man. it. And I was actually just surprised by how many people didn't realize that this information had been released to the public. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this just, the, the stuff on Congress that came out just a couple of weeks ago, yeah. you know, at the time of this, at the time this yeah. comes out, you know, it's so fascinating. So I guess, I guess that begs the question as we, we kind of wind this down here of this very interesting conversation about, uh, uh, life outside of our own, uh, have you seen one? Well, I had an experience, had right? An experience. So I don't, I don't actually know that I've actually seen one. I've, I've had a couple of experiences. I had a very interesting experience when I was in the military, when I was in Germany, I saw something up in the sky, um, that was moving very rapidly and making very erratic movement. But I don't, I don't know if I would say that it was a UFO. It might've been a meteor or something sure. coming in. The, the more interesting experience that I had was up in Wisconsin when I was a teenager. We used to go, I used to go up there all the time when I was a teenager. We would fit, my, me and my buddies would go fishing and camping and, and stuff. And we would borrow um, this nine and a half horsepower motor from my uncle. And he had a cabin a few miles away from where we would fish. And we would go up there. When we get there, we would take it out from underneath of his trailer. We would keep, bring it over in the back of our of our car to where we were. And then we were done with it. A few days later, we would bring it back. So one night we're packing up 
We're getting ready to leave. It's dark now, okay? Uh, it's me and three other guys. We're in, in a car, and like we got to bring the motor back to my uncle's house. So I bring the motor back, and I'm they're staying in the car. So I, they pull up, right? They have their headlights on. It's totally dark. It's probably 10 o'clock at night. We're going to leave, go home, which is a four-hour drive back to Chicago. And I get out of the car, and I go pull this motor out of the back of the of the of the car and I'm putting it, I'm going to put it underneath of his trailer where, where we kept it. And as I did this, there was this giant bright light that came up the the road because he had a dirt road that went up to the trailer. It came up the road and it was like illuminating everything. And even the guys in the car were like, what the fuck is that? By the time I got to the front of the car and they got out of the car, boop, was gone. It was the creepiest wow. thing that we ever experienced. I know that it wasn't hallucinating because there were three other guys right. that saw it at the Confirm. same time. And, I mean, we just talked about it for weeks. I mean, it wow. was so bizarre. Like, it came up. When it when I first locked eyes on it, I thought it was another car, like, off sure. in the distance. Come, and I was starting to get a little concerned. What's this car coming up this road? Because he lived, my uncle lives way back in the woods. Pretty isolated. You wouldn't even know that that house was back there, sure. right? And unless you knew that it was back there, it's just a dirt road uh, that goes back there. And all of a sudden, I see these lights coming up, and it starts coming up quicker, quicker. It was this huge light, and then choom, gone. It was just gone. So it couldn't have been like somebody out there spotlighting deer, which is a popular no, thing. In no, no, this <laughs> happened right behind the car. Wow. It came right up to the back of the car, went up, gone, and then it was gone. Whoa. Yeah. I, I have never had any experiences yeah. like that. That's crazy. Yeah, it was really, I mean, it illuminated the whole area because this was like, I think it was like 10 o'clock at night, right? Yeah. And it, it was <laughs> it was really, really bizarre. Um, and I've had a couple other weird experiences that I'll talk about another time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they're not really UFO related, but they're, they're very interesting. So I would say, yeah, I've had a few experiences. Okay. I have spent a lot of time in very desolate places where you could look up at the stars at night sure. and really see the galaxy. It looks amazing. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of stuff up there. But you don't know what you're looking at. It could be a satellite right. you're seeing. Especially now with meteor, more and more being launched up there, you know, space stations. Well, or what we would call a shooting star. Right. Like all, There's all kinds of stuff going on up there. So it's hard. But I've never seen like the, the flying saucer right. thing, right? I've never actually seen that like... I'd love to see one. I yeah. think it would be an amazing experience. I'm open. Like, yeah. if I Here can I communicate, am. yeah, that's right. I'm open. Let yeah, well, and, that, and that's why those know. videos, that's why those videos we mentioned, and we'll link to those in the show notes about, you yeah, know, the YouTube videos to take a peek at those so people yeah. can actually see them. These are from the Pentagon. This is right. from the government. Right. This Commander isn't amateur. Traver and all those yeah, guys. this isn't yeah. amateur photography here. These are actual military Released grade by systems. our Pentagon. Yeah. Released by our government yeah. that show it. Yeah, I think this is pretty cool. I, I mean, I, I hope people got a lot out of it. I think, I mean, I'm a believer that we're not alone. I'm not necessarily set to say they're going to attack us and take everything we have, but I think they're here to study and learn, and maybe they'll provide us with uh, some some important information that helps move our move, moves our species forward. Yeah, so, absolutely. It's pretty cool. Yeah, stuff. let's well, well, let's do another one on this in a, in a short period of time. I have more information that I'd like to tell you about that I know. Uh, well, as they've been and, studying, but in this study, they're getting ready to do this Congress, this congressional right. like, study or whatever is going to take place over. I think I read like the next nine months, and they're going to put together a whole yeah. bunch of what's happening, talking about the increased threats, talking right. about non-human origin craft, and things along those nature. So this will unfold as we go forward, but it'll be interesting because nobody's really paying attention to it. Right? Nobody's really paying attention to it. They Which don't is want to know. Yeah, Which I think is real I think it's interesting. I think that there's a lot of truth to that. I think that there's a lot of people they do not want to know. Yeah. That's the. Re I think that is what's <laughs> behind the resistance where I, where they would be like, there's nothing else out there. I think it makes them very scared 
to think that there's something that might be more intelligent than us. Sure. I mean, right? Scully and Mulder were all, were all over this, man, yeah. with the X-Files. This is, this is, no, this is nothing new. They're it's out true. there. The truth is We better get there, back so. to Alpha Centauri ourselves. We better get out of yeah, there. We okay. better go right now. All Thanks, right. David. All right, well, there you go. Alien life, alien craft, UFOs, UAPs, whatever you want to call them, fascinating stuff. And the fact that Congress came out and says they're going to do a study on this because of increased threats, I mean, it's something to follow, something to pay attention to. It's, you know, we're, we're no longer in that state of are they or aren't they? I mean, clearly the videos show that they are truth is out there. So uh, do us a favor. Let us know how you enjoyed this particular podcast. Hopefully you got something out of it. A little bit of entertainment value for sure, but also some really important information about mindset and what you can do to make sense of all this craziness. So do us a favor, ring that bell so you get more content like this. Leave us a comment down below. Let us know if you yourself have had an experience that is UFO related, and we'd love to hear from that. So uh, until the next time, we'll see you on the next Successful Mind Podcast. Beam me up, Scotty. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. If you like what you've heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.